Welcome everybody, Forgotten Heroes. Yes, a bonus episode. Two and two in one day. It's crazy. I know. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the special land of bonus episodes. Land of bonus episodes. So, uh, unscripted. We're not talking about anything comic. Well, I shouldn't say we're not talking about anything comic related. We are. But we're not talking about comic book characters. So, no notes. And this is going to be shorter, as you can obviously see. This was all Chris's idea. Uh, hey. And now I think probably we could do this for a lot of more future stuff. We're just going to talk about um, trailers. So specifically, Venom, cool. Oh my God, this word. Colloquial. I can't. Uh, Col- what's, colloquial? Is that what you're trying you. to say? I can't. Uh, this is, I can't. I got you. <laughs> so what some people might refer to as Venom 2, an actual title is Venom Let There Be Carnage. That trailer dropped, I want to say, earlier this week, maybe last week um, of this recording, you know, of this recording, I'll date the episode or whatever. Um, So, yeah, Venom 2. So a lot of people, I'm sure, were like, why? And other people were like, heck yes. And they're like, how did other people were like, how did they even make the money? Listen, was it a good superhero movie? Of course not. But that's not what it was supposed to be. Yeah. And if you think about it. And if you even go look at the, you know, even Rotten Tomato ratings, critics didn't like it. Who cares? Fans loved it. I did. Honestly, there were things about the movie. Like, if you look at it from a film standpoint, there were a lot of issues. But if you look at it from a comic book standpoint, I would say one of the shining moments within first Venom movie, um, one of the things that they got right in several parts of the movie was Venom and Eddie's relationship. They, I'm really glad that. Shitty. Sort of like, nah. Yeah, uh, I'm, re- I'm really glad that they, like, everything. nailed that down early, and right. that way it was, like, introduced to the viewer, and you kind of had those, like, two along for the ride. You know, I think Carlton Drake's acting could have been a little bit better. Um, I think the writing definitely could have been a little bit better, but I think Tom Carlton Hardy, Drake? like, yeah, I think he uh, um, did the best with what he had, I think. Um but yeah, I don't know. There were things about the there are lots of things about the movie that I like, but there's for me, I don't know. It's it's split for me. There's things I like, there's things I don't like. It's like pretty 50-50. I mean, right. I mean, that, that's what it got. I mean, a lot of times I think that's what it goes for a movie. Even even for me, sometimes the MCU movie comes out I'm like that was great, but and that's, yeah, exactly. Well, but that's again, like one of the things. Right. You can't really do that for a kind of movie. It's like, what are they gonna do? If you if you want to see a whole comic line, go read the book. They're not gonna do like. They were not going to do the whole comic line of Jason Aaron's Venom run or something like that. You know what I mean? They're not going to do the whole – for any Marvel movie, they're not going to – everything's inspired. Like Mm -hmm. the the whole Ragnarok movie, that should have been – a bajillion different things should have happened in that movie if you wanted it to be comic book accurate. And you can't. Definitely, yeah. You know, Infinity War would have had a lot more people in it. Oh my God! Way more, way more. Yeah, you, we had like a tenth within Infinity War, but it was huge because it was encompassing and it took ten freaking years to build the universe. Of but course. Like you know, it's you compared can't to the, fit. Compared to the comic book one, we yeah. should have had Silver Surfer. We should have had the Fantastic. Mm-hmm. We should have a lot of things. But Venom, I think Venom did good. And the key thing that I liked that they didn't do. I feel like a lot of people refer to this as the the super fan moment. And by that, I mean, see, usually a scene, the hero's not wearing a shirt, showing yeah. off how good they are, being a little flirty with somebody or whatever. Venom didn't happen. I'm pretty not sure Eddie Brock wears, wears the same hoodie 
for I want to go with several days in the movie itself. Oh yeah, he's just. Or he's it's disgusting. not all day. Yeah, he's disgusting. He gets like thrown. He gets uh like thrown in the Hudson, swims across the bay. You know, he flies on our rooftops and stuff like that. Jumps through windows. Like he's gross by the time he ends up like changing his clothes towards the end of the movie. Um, right. But I also this all think takes place I, in what a day, if not yeah, several. Yeah, around it takes place like two days. I would say it probably you probably like skip like one or two days in the beginning just before he has the symbiote because he's running around figuring out what's going on with right. the Life Foundation. Um, but as soon as he gets right. Venom, it's over as the course of like twenty four hours. Yeah, it's like at at minimum twenty four hours of oh, doing yeah. the same thing. Right. But and then but to, you know to keep going, Carnage uh, Venom two. I almost called it Carnage. Look at that. Um, hey. You can call it Venom 2, Venom, let there be Carnage, Venom Carnage, whatever. That trailer alone, because you and I were talking about it, a lot of things, set, I want to say setting up for future stuff, oh, setting up for a possible, for possible, I don't want to say collusion with Marvel, but because this movie's in association, but a possible, like, just, like, hey, listen, listen, we're referencing this, mm. but it's still yours. We're just showing why, we're showing people, hey, you're watching Marvel. This is you don't have Venom. You're watching us. You don't have this. Yeah. And this is why. Yeah. So that's what I think. And also, even just to do a Venom movie without Spider-Man, bold. Mm-hmm. Also great. Uh, Sony, I would love for you to tell us the hell's our Morbius movie. You showed us a trailer yeah. what two three years ago. Yeah. What happened? We'll get that when we get it. I think. Right. I, Other than, the thing. I mean, so you can't tell me COVID is the reason because <laughs> we, we fact. We factored that in. What happened to before that? Exactly. Yeah. But no, I think Venom 1's focus was within its own universe. And based on like the stuff that Zach and I have seen and talked about briefly that we've seen with the new trailer is that it seems like there could potentially be a possibility um, at the very least for an after credit scene that could, could, once again, this is all theorizing, uh, sort of bridge the gap to the MCU or at least some sort of... Um, appearance by a hero who is previously involved only in the mcu into the sort of verse that venom is currently in so i think it's definitely a possibility that we could depending on how things are going with tom holland's contract and everything you know i've heard theories that there's a possibility of an after credit scene with a spider-man illusion i've heard that there is a possibility of an after credit scene with a illusion to null who is the king of the symbiotes hell and is, the yeah. hell the fuck no yeah i'm sorry yeah. wait hold on back it up wait i know we spoke about null you're gonna do that in that movie three yeah that's what that i would be hella dope also confusing but yeah would still be my but thing also, is it, it might I, move a little fast but i think at the very right. least they could set him up and kind of do like a thanos type thing and then like display mm-hmm. his progress over like the next like ooh, maybe three movies and then finally bridge the gap once sony and marvel have had like time to like work out their difference if they ever just you know they, we've been there before in the past and we've had plenty of legal battles but we might just not get it at all once again these are all theories but you know, just based on Carnage's inception and how it, he seems here in the movie, a lot of the times in the comics he hears the voice of Null. And if you like know anything about Cletus Cassidy's character, who is the host for Carnage, it's that he uses the excuse that God is talking to him, his victim, um, and he's essentially relieving them of their life. He's ending their quote-unquote suffering, as he uses it, and so. You know, there's that potential possibility that since Cletus Cassidy thinks he hears God, 
once he gets access to Carnage, Carnage actually hears the voice of the symbiote god, god, the symbiote king, essentially. Right. So, you know, there's that possibility is around in there. And there are also 100% going to be more than just Carnage and Venom symbiotes in that movie. At the very least, we're going to get some tours. Um, Shriek, from what we're seeing, it's pretty obvious that we're going to see Shriek because um, we saw Ravencroft and we saw... Um, I'm forgetting her name, Francis, locked up in the cell, and she's screaming, and there's crap flying all over the place. Um, and we also get a, I think, like, literally, like, 10 or 15 frames of this random police officer reading a newspaper in the trailer. Um, and, you know, based on the stuff that Zach and I have talked about, and based on what we've heard about, everyone's sort of thinking that that's Patrick Mulligan, who is the first host of Toxin. Um, which I believe we talked about toxin also, right? He's the master tracker. He fo- focuses a lot on pheromones. Yeah, I think we yeah, talked about I'm him on the symbiote. Pretty sure I'm pretty sure we did. And if not, if we didn't speak about him, we definitely um, we definitely mentioned he's he's worth it at the very yes. least. Yes, I, I, I'm pretty sure he's on. Yeah, I think so. Before we dive too far into uh, all this, I think so. First off, Carnage, Woody Harrelson. Yeah, we're gonna. And I want to say, in a way, break down this trailer without giving too much away. I was just, I just pulled it up again, and we're just gonna play it at, at low speed. First off, uh, the 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 relationship between Venom and Eddie now is pretty funny. Just in that trailer, I was just like, Eddie's like, I'm just gonna have coffee. Venom's making him breakfast poorly, by the way. Cause oh my god, literally like just throwing. I don't everything think in that. Yeah, I don't think that that I don't think he knows what food is. Nope. Which I mean. <laughs> You gotta at least he he has to eat brains every now and again to get oh. some chemical or chocolates a lot of chocolates yeah um, chocolate and tater tots you know chocolate tater tots and brains whatever yep. um there's also I didn't realize this there's a chicken a live chicken in the apartment oh yeah there is isn't there I forgot about that <laughs> that shows up right at the beginning of the trailer and I'm like that's hilarious why is there a chicken I think that's meant to just continue the chaos that is Eddie's life now that him and Venom are like straight up bonded. Uh, I liked the little scene with the the uh, store clerk and she's like, "Hi, Eddie." And he's like, "Hi, Mrs. Chen." She's like, "Hi, Venom." And he says, "I'm assuming hi in her her and uh." I think it's Cor- I think it's Korean. Is it Korean? I wasn't going to assume Korean. anything. I'm certainly not an expert, <laughs> but you know, it is as as far. As good as we can to avoid anybody, you know, getting too mad. It if sounds it's Chi- If it's Chinese or Japanese, I'm sorry. Yeah. But I, my, I believe Korean. I think in her store there's Korean writing on the sign. It's very funny that he's just like he says that, and he and then he's just like, yeah, he says hi. I'm like, all right, yeah, that's fine. Last movie you freaked out a little bit because Venom, uh, Eddie turned into that thing and then ate a guy. Uh, now she's like, all right, whatever. Yeah, now they're chill. And I love that, like, at the end of the trailer, you find out that Venom and Eddie are, like, Mrs. Chen's protection, <laughs> which I think is super great, because they talk about a shipment of chocolate not coming in in time, and, like, Venom freaks out, and he's like, I'm gonna eat Mrs. Chen! And then he's like, no, you can't eat her. She's like, I'm sorry the, ch- the chocolate came in. I'm not gonna lose protection, am I? And he's like, we're gonna eat you! And Eddie's like, you can't eat Mrs. Chen. And she was like, what? I'm like, nothing. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think, also, we, you and I spoke about um, Woody Harrelson's character, uh, Cletus Cassie, might already had somehow had Carnage before meeting Eddie. I think sense. I, I think it's in his bloodstream by the time he goes in for the death penalty. Because... Well, he does, but that's that scene in the trailer where you, we see him punching the wall. I pulled it up again. 
he's not it's not the wall's not moving he carved into the wall for something mm-hmm. and it's like it looks kind of like a spider yeah so, no that's yeah. the thing and he also smashes that red spider in the trailer as well so there's like there's a certain amount of illusion going on and i i like did my best to try and decipher some stuff on the walls um it, within cletus's cell in the trailer to see if i could like get anything of note but it's all it's like just with like the quality and the background and the lighting it's kind of hard to read but like my initial thought was that you see cletus woody harrelson's character punching the wall in the trailer and i thought it was cracks forming so i was like he probably already has the symbiote because cletus just couldn't do the solid concrete wall and then zach brought up the good point where he was like well you know it's also an insane asylum so it doesn't have great funding and you know <laughs> it makes sense but it's probably just certainly wear and tear. I think I read into that a little bit. But I do definitely think that Cletus has uh, Carnage in his blood by the time he's scheduled to die. Because right. there's, I was watching the trailer again today, playing it back in 0.25 speed. And like I told Zach earlier, a little sidebar, listening to that with the sound on in 0.25 speed makes it way creepier than it needs to be. But that's not really the point. Um, there's a frame, there's like literally, I think it's like two frames. I had to stop and go frame by frame. When Cletus is getting the lethal injection, there's a moment where his eyes go more than bloodshot. Like I know there's a certain amount of vein bursting that happens within lethal injection and just within death and postmortem and rigor mortis and things of that nature. That was like a lot more than that was carnage. Should have been yeah, that's carnage being like hi. Yeah, that's him showing up being like, oh, okay, we have an internal threat. Time to kill everybody and get out of here. He's like, this is my moment. Time to shine type thing. So I think he 100% has the symbiote in his bloodstream. He definitely does. But I think you and I also – you and I are also talking about, yeah, but how? How would he – how could he possibly get it? So the origin of of Carnage and and Cletus bonding from the comics, Venom was separated from Eddie. Eddie was in prison. His cellmate was Cletus. Venom found a way, I think through host hopping, um, sucks for those people, um, to get to Eddie in the prison. And as they bond again and they, you know, escape, a portion of Venom falls off, I guess, or gets broken off. And then it bonds to Cletus through a cut on his arm or his hand. So it's not like it's over him. It's now like it's now in him. Yeah. So. Which they're, makes their like bond even the more right. Which makes their bond even more um, close, closer than Eddie's and Venom mm-hmm. right off the bat. Because Eddie and Venom still, when they're Venom, they still sometimes, even in the comics, they still sometimes say we. But Cletus says, but Carnage and Cletus say I. So there's almost yeah. no distinction between the two. That's how strong they are. And yeah, right. it's. I mean, but the reason that happened and like Eddie and Venom didn't go, oh shit, I just had a child basically. Like I just yeah asexually reproduced is because before that he was forcibly he was forced to reproduce to make the life foundation uh symbiotes riot we spoke i know we spoke about them with uh in a, one of our two-parters yeah. with the, the four of them that make hybrid plus their scissor scream yep. so that's why eddie and venom are, didn't notice it was kind of like a oh here he is yeah there he goes you have yeah, no idea and- I think it could work out that, I mean, I I would be happy if, like, Eddie went to go visit Cletus, because in the trailer, we do see and that Cletus is... A, yeah, we do see that, like, he is addressing him, but he's like, it's so good to see you again. He's like, I've missed you so much. So I think if they do something like that, if they go with, like, the OG origin, 
of something falling off of Eddie through some sort of circumstance. Um, you know, maybe one of the loudspeakers in the prison sort of like malfunctions and a piece of venom falls off and makes its way to Cassidy. You know, I, purely hypothetical at this point. Um, if they also did it that way, spoilers if we call yeah. Anything. Also, if yeah, once again, we should have <laughs> made that we should have made that a blanket statement. No multiverses here, but possible spoilers if we get it right. We're not sure we're gonna get anything right. Once again, all theorizing. But if they did it, if they used that sort of method to create carnage, um, I would be 100% satisfied because you're taking nod to the comics, and it also makes sense. If they come up with some sort of bullshit story where they're like, oh. It's always the killer's will has always been within him, and it it just took us something to unlock it. Like, no, I hate that. Don't don't give me that. You're gonna give me a villain origin story. Don't, give me don't. a villain origin story. Don't come up with yeah. some like bullshit spiritual bullshit. crap for make, like a symbiote. Don't make cast, yeah, don't just cast it. That's not yeah. how you do this. Exactly. But also, yeah, but I would be see I your your thing. I would be okay with the loudspeaker thing or something like that. I'd be okay with. I think I would, and this is just me being a nitpicker, I think I would be more okay if it was, like, as they're meeting Venom, because in the graphic novel of Venom First Host, and I know we spoke about the Sleeper, Sleeper was born, and when he was born from Venom and Eddie, the two of them are actually, in a way, basically having labor pains, which I thought was kind of funny. Yeah. Like, oh, like, okay, even a freaking, you know, even a amorphous living sludge alien also has fucking <laughs> Like, okay, what? But I love, it, I love that even Clintar have labor pins. So that just right. like, that just I, makes I, it I thought about weird. it. It was kind of like, uh, to me, it was kind of like, oh, it has to grow and then divide himself. So, okay, yeah. it might be a little, pain, especially while being monitor host is painful. Yeah. But yeah. I think if they were to do that, something like that while meeting with Cletus and trying to play it off, that would be, I yeah, think, me, That would be cool, too. That would be cool, and also be like, all right, well, you're an alien species, and you, okay, that's fine. This that's is the, normal for you. That's the thing. When you're talking about, like, physiology from something other than human or something other that's relatively close to human, and I say that with a very fine line, like something that appears, like at the very least, that's based in enough reality that the viewer can understand. But when you're using something like a Clintar or a Symbiote, something of that nature, you know, one and the same, it's there's a certain amount that you need to leave up to interpretation simply because it's fake type thing. You can't yeah. reveal too much, otherwise you're going to viewer. So I think if they cut the right corners as far as with Cor- Carnage's origins, um, viewer satisfaction is going to go through the roof 100%. Of course, yeah. yeah. And then Shriek being there... Is pretty good because that's Carnage's wow. girlfriend, which is funny yeah. to me because it's like, okay, well, her superpower, however she got it, I don't know, um, is yeah, we'll see, Sonic we'll see Street. how they give it to her. Right. Well, I don't even think in the comics they explain how the hell that happens, but whatever. It's a little ambiguous. You know, mutant. I don't care. Anyway, um, she, you know, the symbiote's weakness is is loud sounds. So in my opinion, Carnage dating somebody whose power is Sonic screams. Mm-hmm. To me, it's funny because it's almost like a fuck you, Papa Papa Venom. Yeah, you are still weak to it. I have a more tolerance than you. Mm-hmm. Here's my girlfriend. Like what? Like because yep. every symbiote after you know, because Carnage is stronger than Venom, but Venom and and the symbiote is stronger than both of them is toxic. So yep. every time a symbiote you know give basically has a child that child is stronger than the previous. So, which, 
speaking of toxin again we i know you spoke about the detective might be uh toxin's host which yeah. is cool i would be a little iffy if it's like oh uh toxin's gonna be the third one it's like all right well slow down slow your roll if but they that, if if they're gonna give patrick mulligan like kind of a uh a, a side sort of story where he comes toxin. sort of toxin i think i would be cool with that versus like getting an after credit scene with null because i feel like if you get an after credit scene with null and only the second movie you're broadening the scope too quick i yeah. think if you do and like null an after- is a very recent development exactly that's the other thing there's not a lot of source material so like if well. you do toxin toxin's a little bit more established and so i think that would also be a cool end credit scene but at the same time setting it up for the MCU, um, that makes me really excited. I would love to see Tom Holland Spider-Man face Venom, especially since Tom Holland is a very, very young Spider-Man. And, right. you know, Venom is clearly just like, yeah, he's just straight brutal. So I would love to see them interact, honestly. Like, ever since I watched the Venom movie and seeing the Tom Holland's one, I was like, okay, like, if this team-up happens, please. it has to be gnarly like you have to fuck up tom holland you have to almost kill him because he's tiny compared to venom as far or, as like his spider-man or and that this would be my i would be okay with this they f- obviously they start to fight and then they're like oh you're a good guy okay and then venom goes to kill somebody and tom holland's spider-man has to tell him not to and he's like oh okay and then later he's like nah <laughs> like, yeah like, like, it just like, changes spider-man mind. leaves and he's just like now you you ain't getting away from me. So. <laughs> but if they if they do like a buddy cop Venom and Spider Man thing, I think they would have to do that later. I think in their yeah. like first iteration, their but first also, sort of like face off, it would be a little weird. Like like the normal two heroes fight. And yeah, then, yeah. And then, I, I would be okay with them like fighting, going separate ways, or at the very least like Tom Holland thinking that he's taking care of Venom when in the very you know when he doesn't, and then he comes back. And they come back at odds, but then end up sort of like seeing their differences. Right. Like I would be okay with that, but once again, it would have to be you have to tread carefully with that stuff because you know superhero and supervillain team ups can go very, very horribly wrong. If As you don't Venom do is, right. yeah, because Venom—that's what Venom is. Venom's a lethal protector. He's like, listen, I'll protect people, but oh, I don't mind crossing that line. Bite their but, heads right for multiple reasons. But I know some of you are probably like, well, Chris, you're getting a little presumptuous with the you know Tom Holland with the MCU, um, you know MCU crossover with Sony. Yeah, but that's because there's a scene in the trailer. You have to I get you have to slow it down to like a quarter speed and go fr- almost go frame by frame where uh, the detective is reading a newspaper and all of a sudden as he's crumpling it, it seems it seems to say you you don't get all the words but you can see some of them. It almost looks like it's saying Avengers lose to nightmare. Yeah. So whether that's it again, like that was what I was saying. It was it could be in its own universe where there are no Avengers or the Avengers aren't doing great. So like how is it how is it that nobody's going to fight Venom or nobody came to fight Riot or something. Yeah, exactly. If they, if, if they use They're that busy. as a way, yeah, if they use that as a way to like just establish that that's why the Avengers aren't showing up, that's great. I know that people were freaking out because they were like, oh my god, the Daily Bugle is it's the same symbol as the Sam the, the Raimi verse, the connections. And I don't think I think that's what um I do think it could just be like a. Yeah, just just a, a grounding to be like, okay, this is why the didn't show up. This is essentially just like the writers being like, okay, we need to establish why more heroes yeah, aren't showing up to shit. fight this. Yeah, and I think that means that like the the movie's probably gonna be pretty gnarly. Like I know it's PG thirteen, but like Carnage is clearly gonna fuck some shit up. 
And I think the Avengers not showing up if they didn't provide some sort of foundation like, hey, why don't we call the big guns? Like, why is it just Venom type thing? Um, they have to – I feel like they would have to establish that. But, yeah, and then, we... and then another thing, uh, Ravenloft is more important than people think, not just because it's like, oh, it's the institution or whatever. Yeah, it's an insane asylum. But also – and this was a more recent development through the King in Black, which I – I personally was like, that's cool. Also, what? Um, <laughs> Null's invading Earth. Like, that's the King in Black thing. It's like, oh, we, we knew he was coming. Okay, he's invading Earth. He, he, he sends his fucking symbiote dragons to Ravenloft Institution, right? So he yeah, it, can, so Null can show up there briefly. And, and one of the guards is apparently, oh, Lord Null, blah, whatever. Is this psycho who was probably following Carnage's cult anyway? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Apparently, buried in a, the catacombs under Ravenloft is the body of Cletus's, Cletus Cassidy's ancestor, who was apparently the first serial killer of America. Yeah. And, and then I'm like, okay, why is this important? Null turns him turns him into a symbiote, basically, like bonds a symbiote to the corpse and brings him back as plague. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> Kind of like kind of a cool retcon though. But it also Very, shows like, you, yeah, how important like the fact of almost from his ancestry how important Cassidy's family was to know. Oh yeah, yeah. Definitely. But that's again why I worry. What you worry is don't tell me that that shit was always in him, passed down from generation, because that makes no fucking. Sense. Yeah, we don't we don't please oh god don't give us that. <laughs> like I have faith in Andy Circus come up with a good enough explanation for me to not hate carnage's origins i think he can do it i think he can do it he, he hasn't had a lot of past projects as a director but i have faith in him and i'm just i'm really crossing my fingers but um i want to sort of touch on one more thing i don't want to we don't want to go too long we want to sort of make this a little bit of a quicker episode i know that we mentioned in our symbiote episode that there is a <laughs> there is a volume of issues called Absolute Carnage. And in Absolute Carnage, Carnage bonds to a few, well, more than a few other symbiotes, and it makes him insanely powerful. Um, and there is there's one scene in the trailer that makes me think that this is going to happen. And once again, I'm totally theorizing. I'm just going off of how exciting it could be if they do this, and if they do it right is that Carnage is going to bond to somebody else and he's going to lose his crap and just wreak havoc because there's a scene in the trailer where you can see Carnage's red tendrils bust through a helicopter and pull it to the ground. And I know that Carnage, he's advertised as having a lot of arms. There's also that final shot in the trailer where he's backlit by the stained glass windows and he's got a bunch of arms holding him up. That, I believe, is probably just Carnage. I do think... The one shot of him pulling down the helicopter, though, is him after he's absorbed another symbiote. Which symbiote it is? I have no clue. We only have one trailer. We don't have all the answers. But I do think they could be going for a little bit of an absolute carnage route. Um, and I think that would be cool. If oh, so, they... like, him, him bonding with other symbiotes, but then he overpowers them mentally exactly. just to exactly. be like, oh, you're just an extension to me. That's it. That that also is usually why I kind of more powerful. Yep, and also yep. probably why he a lot of the times he goes, I hear the voice of God, and it's the voice of a God. Yeah, you're one of them, not all of them. <laughs> no, but, you yeah, the no. dark one. I, I think it's possible that he could potentially betray Shriek at some point within the movie and maybe end up absorbing her. 
um, how that would go down. The logistics boggles the mind with as much as I know about Shriek and Carnage, um, especially knowing Shriek's power and Carnage's weaknesses. Um, but I could certainly see Cletus losing control uh, even on someone like Francis, who would potentially be quote unquote close to him, as close as anybody has been, who hasn't been like sliced open by him, um, I, c- I could see that as a possibility. If he doesn't absorb Shriek, I could see them potentially. I don't know. May- maybe there is some sort of borrowing from Venom. Maybe he finds another symbiote from the Life Foundation. It could be anything. It could be anything. But there is a shot where it looks like some part of Ravencroft, or at least the main part of Ravencroft, is on fire, and there's two silhouettes walking out. It's very clearly Cletus, and it looks like there's a female figure too. So it, you know, it makes it sense that he would break her out. And I think when he breaks her out, something probably goes wrong. They probably disagree on something. I don't think it's necessarily a good and evil thing. I think it's probably Cletus just like losing his mind and just like being crazy with the symbiote added on top of it and then absorbing Shriek's matter and then potentially turning right. himself into more of the absolute carnage that we know and love. Because we did have, we know that that's possible within this Venomverse within Sony. Because in the first movie, Riot. Yeah, I'm going to dub it myself. I love it. Um, But in the first movie, Riot absorbs Venom very, very briefly. It happens right at the end of the movie. It doesn't happen very long, but it does happen. So we know that that capability and that possibility for the narrative is out there. So I don't know. I think they could, if they go an absolute Carnage route, like at the very least, even if they just like pay nod to it and make Carnage like stupid powerful, even for a little bit. And they like don't introduce Null and don't have him hear the voice of God and stuff like that. Like I'd be fine with that. You know, if we get like a crazy beefed up version of Carnage right at the end of the movie, that's like drastic measures have to be taken. I think that would be a sick finale. I think that would be awesome. But you know, all speculations right now. All speculations, and it's just because I'm really, really excited because Venom is really cool. And even though there were parts of the movie that I really don't like the cinephile in me is like huh hold on wait that line delivery was crap can you try that again type thing (laughs) there's also like a part of me i'm like oh but the source material eddie and venom you know relationship is so so good and like this will be on top of sony's possible sinister six kind of thing they're doing with morbius and a right right. movie which i don't know how those i don't know how that last one's gonna go but who knows morbius i can see that you're giving me two anti-heroes craven He's less so of an anti-hero, but that's whatever. A lot less. <laughs> yeah, a hell of a lot less. So <laughs> this was our fourth foray into just mini ep- mini sods. Um, I'm pretty sure I'm gonna start calling. Um, that's probably what I'm labeling this is mini mini sod. So we're gonna maybe we might do some more on like some of the MCU trailers that come out. We're going to have we're going to have some serious trailers dropping soon. You know, I mean, we had the Eternals trailer drop. We had Shang-Chi. Zach and I are still kind of talking about like you had Black Widow, too. We're still trying to decide if we want to talk about those just because like with the Immortals, it's a whole team. And that itself could just be an episode. Maybe we could. Oh, Eternals, me, not Immortals. I got got my teams mixed up. My bad. Um, As far as like the Eternals, maybe we introduce them first. We're still kind of talking about it. But, you know. You guys can like let us know if you like the sort of trailer breakdown, especially since after we've introduced the characters, we have something to like sort of go back on and you guys can go back and listen to it and then come back and listen to this and maybe have a little bit more information. Um, so, you know, if you guys like the minisodes, if you like the trailer breakdown, uh, let us know, That's because cool. honestly, this like free willing discussion, it, at least for me, is like a lot of fun, you know, even without 
you know, having the notes and everything. And like, you know, we, we work hard to try and stay on track in all the regular episodes. So it's nice nope. every now and then just to be like, yep. but what if this happens and what don't we like about this? And what could we like about this? Like the possibilities are very, very exciting. So hope you guys enjoyed. Uh, let us know if you guys want to hear more and go listen to the other episode we just released.